She's I not. like it because they're Spanish at the end. I'm a Spanish teacher. Come on. Oh, you're a Spanish teacher? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're, you're going to appreciate this. You probably didn't know this. That that dope opening song that we have, of course, was won by my original band. Uh, sorry to abuse everyone with that weekly. But do you know what the name of our band was? No. What? It was a poorly stra- poorly translated cat wrestlers. We were Luchadores Delgato. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. That's, That's beautiful. Awesome. <laughs> and I shit you not, in between sets, or not in between sets, in between every song, but at the beginning particularly and at the end of the set, I had a Google Translate version. I think Steve Albini did like an essay or something, and I ran it through Google Translate, and people used to hate it because we would come on when we were setting up. We had Google Translate speaking in Spanish, poor Spanish, of course, <laughs> just, and people just hated us. And at the end, it was just like, oh, Luchador still got... God, Wesley despised us. And that's that was like my original band in a nutshell. We we almost appreciated being despised. It was great. Oh, my God. I love, I it. love it. It's awesome. Yeah, that, it was so good. I have not heard this song in a while. Like, it's not one of the ones I, I have, but, boy, I saved it as soon as we uh, we all agreed on it, though. Yeah. Like, Man, that's a good song. I can't believe I forgot to, you know, listen to that or put it in my rotation of things. So, well, you I know, and it's, it's bringing it, it back. Before we move on to the other songs, there's something that's great about doing uh, – it, whether anybody listens or does listen to the show one way or the other, it's it's one of those things where you sit down and you start talking about music and these songs that you kind of listened to a lot when you were younger or there's a song that you heard that you just kind of forgot about because you got into another album right away and you hear that song. It's like, oh, man, I miss that song so much. Yeah. Or why did I forget about this song? And it just kind of it gets you back into the groove of those things. So I, one reason I listen to a lot of music podcasts is specifically for – Reminded me of music or finding that music that I forgot about or hadn't heard yet. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That was what this song was for me. I was like, oh, man, that mm-hmm. song is so damn good. Like, how did I forget to, like, you know, just throw it in a rotation of something? But yeah. So I'm, yeah. And there I now. agree with you. <laughs> yeah. I agree with you on the bass. The bass in the song is not difficult at all, but just yeah. a boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. But oddly enough, like you were saying, forgetting stuff, I had, I, I hate to say I forgot about them, but somehow or another, I don't think I'd listen to Queens of the Stone Age in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I started looking around, and I guess it's been within about six months. And or it was right right before COVID, I was looking for songs to drive to work to or albums. I love an, I love to have an entire album to drive to work to. And that's when I was like, oh, well, Songs for the Deaf is like one of my favorite albums. So that got me going again. So ever since then, I've been trying to at least keep my, keep my Queens of the Stone Age ears sharp. Nice. But yeah. Don't, don't fuck with, uh, like, clockwork. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there's our common song for uh Yeah, so this week I got stuck with the old song, or we're going to say song 2005 pre. So, And yeah. this one actually clocks in at 2002, and I'm not sure it's a band most people have heard. Uh, we, you know, we're trying to stick with, like, maybe not popular bands, but it's kind of hard to do that, especially when you're talking about old stuff. Yeah, because that's true. people get into it. But um, the song's called Pitiful by a band called Blindside. And uh, oddly enough, I got into this band right... You know, I started going to church when I was... Uh, as an adult, I wasn't a kid, church guy. I kind of got into, like, spirituality and stuff as an adult. And But I loved rock. I loved metal. I loved punk. So I didn't dig... <laughs> Uh, a lot of the, especially in the Baptist realms, the music that they dug. No, babe, not a fan. <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry. Um, so 
I wasn't one of those guys that, that researched bands and said, hey, I want to find a Christian band that sounds like this. Now, you can do that. There's there's literally a Christian version of almost every type of genre band that's out there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people like doing that, but I don't do that. I, I stray from that because um, it, it's piss poor way to create music. Uh, it's it's like, oh, come on. All right, so side break for music. Have you ever seen the Christians wearing the cheesy um shirts that look like a Hershey bar but it doesn't it's not Hershey it's like you know savior in yeah. a Hershey bar it's like no. you who, oh my gosh just look up oh uh, like you who bottles yeah yeah there yeah, is those you who bottles or it's like mountain dew Kate but it's like shirts, all Mount, those things you know calvary or something it's all, it's crazy stuff but you if you haven't you need to read you need to just do a quick internet search of uh christian cultural cheesy t-shirts and and it'll pull up some really good stuff i mean you're like, but anyways, bands did that. So there would be, you know, um, they wanted to have something to give the Christian youth music. Sure, you know, so it. if a Christian was listening to somebody who was like in rap, they would have a group that w- they would try to get to sound like this other mainstream, quote unquote, secular group. I wasn't down with that because I was like, again, I cherish the integrity of music way too much. So I did come across this side or uh, band Blindside. And uh, this song Pitiful um, is a song that I spent a lot of time at work before I worked because I worked in a church later. But when I used to run an engineering firm or I was CEO of an engineer or COO of an engineering firm and I would sit in my office doing budgets and running numbers and checking over codes and shit like that all day long, which was brain just like, it it kills you. Uh And this song just kind of like put me in a different place where I can just almost work without thinking. Yeah. And it made me, because there was times where I was sitting in that chair making really good money going, what the hell is my life worth? You know, I spent, I worked like 60, 70 hours a week making a buttload of money, but I don't see my family. I don't get any time for myself. I feel like, you know, because I was, I, was, I was in this spiritual place in my life where I was trying to grow. I feel like my spirituality is dying. I feel like I'm dying in myself. I'm like, I'm, I'm being depressed. So this song was one of those songs that kind of, it's weird enough if you listen to it. If you haven't listened to it, you can check it out because this episode releases. It'll be on our playlist on Spotify, Music for the Message. So go check that out. But um, it, you would think you listen to it, and it sounds like a depressing song until you get into the lyrics of it. And and I guess for those of us who are, you know, if you are religious, let me let me cut the word religious. If you're spiritual, you have faith, whether it's Christian or whatever faith you're in, Muslim, Buddhist, whatever it is. You know, there's songs that can connect you, and this was one of those songs that connected me, and it helped me through work. But it's also got this nasty, grimy, little like just riff, and I love it so much, and. It was just one of those songs that got me through it. Yeah. I enjoyed the song. Yeah. I actually saved it after I listened to it. It reminds me, well, when we were talking in the car, yeah. this is another thing. He was listening to Chevelle at the time, and it came up on his suggested list from Chevelle that he might like this band, and they do have, like, a very similar mm-hmm. sound. I was like, oh, this kind of, in the era of when this came out, that's the same uh, kind of vibe that Chevelle had back then. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking uh, a little bit, and I I know this is going to sound like an insult, and this is not meant to sound like an insult. It sounded a little puddle of mudsy. 
I could see what that. I could totally Puddle, see that. Yeah. Puddle of Mud's not a bad band. If you, if you ever heard them redo uh, About a Girl, uh, th- there's a whole meme on that. It's hilarious. But yeah. as far as, yeah, as this song goes, uh, I I kind of dug it. Um, it wasn't bad. And I'd listen to it again. The thing I did like, I'll, I'll to go over what I did like about it, a few things. I can see why it's good to grind out work to for a lot of reasons. First off, you mentioned the riff. It's got a very, it's a very smooth, slidey kind of riff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, a lot of metal music is very heavy, mechanical sounding or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not metal. It's more of a hard rock, etc. But there, it doesn't sound like they're attacking the, the strings. It's very right. just kind of slidesy and easygoing. Then it gets to the verse, and the verse is actually pretty chill, all things considered. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I really kind of dug is sometimes I think when you hear songs like that, that I won't call the song simple. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, but it's it's got a nice little groove to it. But then bands will get to the bridge and they want to do too much with it. But I didn't feel like these guys, like Blindside, did too much with that. It was good enough, but they didn't try to overdo anything. And then at the end, uh, it, it closed up shop quick. I hate yeah. when bands drag stuff out like an extra minute and a half longer. You're like, Jesus yeah. Christ, in the song. And yeah, you're watching the clicker, and you're like, okay, 3.30 in. Like, you, while well, I was yeah. still in this last minute. <laughs> yeah, but they, they closed it up quick, and I just thought it was a good riff. And a, I think the timing of the song and the slidey riff that was, was pretty slick sounding. And, yeah, I, it's, you know, I... I found myself actually before we got on, I had to grind out some work and I was listening to our set list and mm-hmm. I was grinding out work to that song as well as pretty much all our songs. I was like, I can, I can see exactly yeah. how this fits that mold. So right. yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting because it's, 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 it's post hardcore kind of stuff, you know, uh, but they're out of Sweden. Uh, it's Swedish rock. Yeah, it's it's Swedish oh. rock, man. That explains a <laughs> oh. lot, actually. Now that you just said I, that, I love Swedish rock. I yeah. do too. In flames, come on. <laughs> but yeah, you know, um, and it's one of those bands. It's just uh, again. Um, oh, that makes total sense now. Yeah, I didn't know they were from Sweden. So yeah, I'll have to. Yeah, yeah I've got a, a few bands that I, I dig from. Uh, you know, over there, especially like uh, I'm trying to think of a couple. I know Peter Pan Speed Rock. I'm yep. pretty sure it's from over there. And uh, oh, I'll tell you, one of my favorite bands of all time, and I, I verified they were Swedish. I thought they were, but I actually saw them live about a week before they shut down everything with COVID. Is the Truck Fighters, and I'm going to bring nice. the Truck Fighters up in this fucking show one day. I'm going <laughs> to. It's going to be one of my songs. But the problem with the Truck Fighters song is that I want to make it good. Yeah, and so yeah, so you yeah, have to I'm, find the sweet spot of when to when to put the song right. in. Yeah, so, and, 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 and <laughs> yeah, the Truck Fighters actually the last two years have been the band I've listened to most on Spotify. Awesome. Awesome. Well, and, and guys and girls, if you're wondering, like, why we keep talking about we, we don't want to bring them up yet, it's because we're trying not to bring up the same band at least within the year of doing a show. So <laughs> yeah. that's going to be that's gonna be fun to watch us wiggle around this Just one. <laughs> us or, like, in general, all three of us? Because that gets messy for you and I. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. We haven't thought about that. We'll yeah. we'll consider that, but yeah, come around September, October, we're gonna be like, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm bringing no up Clint Black. I've never heard this song before, but <laughs> music. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, hey, I'm gonna be like Spotify search. Hey, okay, let me look through the A list. <laughs> Who have I not used yet? <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Pitiful was on their 2002 album. They're a. Um, uh, 
I think, uh, about a burning fire album was put out in 2004, which is a much better album, which I listen to a lot. But anyways, pitiful, my grind out to work old song. I enjoyed it. Yeah. You got the new one. So what you got? Yeah. My new one was, uh, did you have anything else, Mike? Sorry. No, I just said good, good pick. A plus. I liked it. So mine is probably not a very traditional work song, but I'll give my reason why I picked it. So it's Canals by Highly Suspect. And the reason that I picked it is really had to do with more with the lyrics than it had to do with the song. Because as a teacher, I'm limited in when I can play music. It's only during my planning period. And I'm usually fairly frustrated. So <laughs> there is at so one since point. You, cl- you, you can't light up your crack pipe and throw it down a gas line. <laughs> no, no. But you can, you can listen to it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So they're still listening to it when the kids are in the room. So this is the song I put on when I'm done, like, Screw this shit. There's the dumpster fire behind me. Let's throw the song on and roll. So mine's really more of like a pump up song, like to like get me through the day. Like when the lyrics are like, I don't fucking care if you fucking care. Like I'm like, I'm out of here. Like fuck this place. Like I feel like that a lot of times. So this is my go-to song when I'm in that like, you know, fuck you, fuck you. I'm out of, you know, that phase. So that's why this is my work song. <laughs> mine's different. I can't grind out the music while the kids are, you know, in there. So this is my planning music. <laughs> But you're a Spanish teacher, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you could uh, pick some some like mariachi music. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw in. A, I'll throw in a gender bender. A gender bender, really. A genre <laughs> gender bender. bender. We'll throw one as, too. <laughs> as long bender. as it's not yeah. those damn songs she uses yeah. to teach the kids with. Oh yeah. yeah. Bless oh. his heart. He's had to hear them because we're both working oh. from home. <laughs> oh, bruh. Dang. That's that's Sorry. that's rough. Yeah, so this one's more like pumps me up music. I can't really, I mean, I work to music when I'm like, you know, doing my planning or like grading or something like that. But really, honestly, this song just is like, you know, fuck the establishment song. I don't know. (laughs) I think, I think that has a lot to, I mean, you think about it, like a lot of times people grind out their work songs is more about the music. A lot of times, you know, because they, it's something that, that'll put you in that frame of mind. Like you were saying, it's just, it's that drive. It's that something, you know, you know, you know, you'll, you know, the lyrics, but most of the time it's that beat, it's the riff, it's the baseline, it's something like that. I think there's places where the lyrics really work well for people because it's something that kind of gets you out of that frame or, or releases that frustration or, you know, brings you into a better place when, you know, you're, you're ready to shoot somebody or go literally postal <laughs> on somebody, you know. Just say it. Yeah, that's this song for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like this song. Uh, I tell you what, I really loved about this song, and it's a simple riff, but I love a good pull-off riff. That da, 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 oh, da, yeah. da, at the beginning, mm-hmm. and it was really, it was really a pretty slick riff. Even though I've, I'm sure I've heard that before, or heard something similar, mm-hmm. but it felt right, and uh, I, I really did enjoy that. And I quoted the lyrics so you know i paid attention to the song yeah. and listened to it well, when you first listened to you're like what the hell did you just say <laughs> i know i know I, so it was very he was a very visual explainer of that yeah. because i was like yeah i got a visual of that which was was kind of nice uh they went to a triplet feel yeah. in the bridge which was kind of nice that was that was a little unexpected you don't normally hear that going from a straight to a triplet uh especially in the bridge usually if you're gonna you're going to kind of slow it down and they, you know, they don't get, obviously they don't do the double time, but they kind of cut it in half and do the triplet feel, which was kind of interesting. And, um, you know, I I think that the only thing I wish the song would have had, and this is just me being a little selfish is I like the riff so much. I was kind of waiting for the end of the song to hear them repeat the riff one more time as they closed out the song and they didn't. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. which kind of surprised me. That was the, the slight disappointment I had because I was looking for the riff one more time because I really did dig the riff. But yeah. all in all, I thought it was it was a it was a nice song to grind out some stuff to. Again, I was doing that right before. Mm-hmm. Air, so I've no complaints with this one. I thought it was better than expected. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even hesitate. Actually, I was like, "Oh, I know which one I'm picking. I already know." Because yes. I just, I just sing it at the top of my lungs. Like, because <laughs> I, I have my own little classroom. Now I'm in a trailer, so I'm gonna clarify for everybody. I'm in a learning cottage. So I'm not in the main building. Yeah, it's a learning cottage. You're in a learning cottage. Yeah, it's a trailer. So I'm in the trailer. So I'm by myself. So I can play music as loud as I want. Nobody's in the building. No one's coming in. Like, they have to knock to come in my room. So, like, I'm not blaring this, you know, explicit shit in the middle of, like, the school building. Like, what's going on in her room? (laughs) You're the teacher equivalent of being homeless. You know that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. One step away from it. (laughs) She's outside in the teacher trailer park. Yeah, I am. The learning cottage. Yeah. Yeah, your learning cottage is looking a little crowded. Why don't you go teach under that bridge? Yeah, that's about what it is. I'm not even in the building. Like, I don't even have a covered walkway. Like, you know, it's just... While you're over there, teach that skeevy homeless guy how to speak Spanish. You can use him. How about the field house up on the field? That'd be fine. The kids can walk up there. It's fine. (laughs) That's me. It's a good pick. I I, I enjoyed it. Well, and again, I've heard it. A numerous amount of times, so I'm, I'm used to the song um, and definitely can see why people can grind out to work to it. Yeah. 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 It's a good one. Yeah, it, was, it was a good one. So, so yeah, anything else to add? Anything yeah. else to add? We were good to go. It's on you. All right. Well, this was a difficult one, and as we mentioned, I feel like I'm cheating a little bit because I went through several songs to get to this one because I grind out work to a lot of different songs, but I think I mentioned the Things I grind out work best to are songs that I'm super familiar with, so I don't have to think about it. And this is a song that was released in 1983, and I have memories of it all the way back from 83, and it fell out of my life for quite a few years because I hadn't heard it in a long time. And then probably about 10 years ago, I really started deep diving in some 80s music that I really enjoyed, Mm -hmm. maybe about 10, 8 years ago, whenever I got Spotify. And I found this song again, and it's on my regular rotation now, and I still love it to this day. And it's by a band called The Planet P Project, and it's called Why Me. Mm. And I would call them a one-hit wonder, but I'm not sure that that's the case. They've had a couple of other random kind of mishmash close to almost hit-ish. But uh, I'm not sure even if this is called, if this classifies as a genre bender. It's definitely not a gender bender, as uh, Mel no. was saying. <laughs> I, I didn't go with Culture Club here. I mean, it is from the 80s. You never know, though, that guys did wear, you know. Well, That's true. And, you know, me and Mel was discussing it, too. She's like, is this a gender bender? And I was, or gender bender. There we go. <laughs> genre bender. Thanks. <laughs> but I, I told her, I was like, this, from what, from the, from the standpoint that we come from, like, metal, punk, rock, like yeah. that, this is, I told her, I was like, I just get that new wavy synth sci-fi rock. Yeah. Yeah, they called Still. it space rock when yeah. I looked it up because I was like, I want to know what they genre. They call it space Progressive rock. rock yeah. Progressive yeah. rock. Yeah, the early 80s were funny like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. This reminds me a lot of another song, one of my favorite songs. I am surprisingly a huge fan of early 80s to mid 80s music. Um, it's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. And some of it's cheesy as shit, but one of my favorite songs, and this reminds me a lot of it, is I Ran by Flock of Seagulls. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, yeah. It's very similar to that. And. My favorite song possibly of all time, and I almost use it here is, uh, in a song I think it may have been from 85 or 86, even though this is definitely not a genre of Bender's Twilight Zone by Golden Earring. Oh, 
Oh my god, god. it's one of my god, fucking favorite song songs. So much. Oh, it's it's so good. Oh it's, yes, it's so good. And if 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 I could have talked myself into using that as the genre bender, <laughs> I would have used it. But I couldn't even talk myself into it. I was like, yeah. that's a lie. Those guys are straight rock. Yeah, they are. But this is very keyboardy. Mm-hmm. It's very you know. Wah, 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 wah. Oh yeah. You know, so I I figured I'd, I'd I figured you guys might like. No, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I kept saying I was like, "Is this in a movie? Was this song in the movie?" Because it has that feel of like Sixteen Candles, like that whole era of when all those movies came out. Like you would hear it in there if they're at their school dance or like in between scenes or something. I don't know. It just was that kind of song. It put me back in that that like idea of like those eighties movies. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just loved it. I thought it was great. Well, I think that's and what I, makes it. Oh, I'm sorry, but I was no, gonna I was going to ask. Hey, you were familiar with it, right, Mel? Before that. No, well, you know what? I can't say I wasn't because I told you I was like I swear I've heard this before, yeah. but I don't know if I knew I had heard it. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't know if oh, I knew yeah. the name or I just had heard it. It did remind me too, though. We were talking about uh, Major Tom. Yeah, it reminded me of that song a little bit yeah. too, like that whole space. I don't know. Do you know? I don't. Well, know. Yeah. I just loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 for me. It's it's something that is from the eighties. It's it's something that was popular in the eighties to me. I heard it a lot. But it just it again. It's just it kind of reminisces you because yeah, when you nostalgic. hear it, yeah. when you hear it, it's like I, I feel like it's one of those songs like like you were talking about the eighties, the early eighties, mid eighties music was so good. You hear one song from that era, it, it it doesn't matter if you heard it or not. You feel like you've heard it because yeah, it everything was just mm-hmm. kind of like it brings everything together. Whether it was like hair metal or progressive rock or like new wave English synth rock yeah. or the early versions of like electronic music, it was it just brings you to that. But no, I, I knew this song very well when I was like, "Oh, I know this song. Yeah, yeah I love this shit." <laughs> yeah, Definitely. and I think. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. You nope, go nope, ahead. Nope, nope, you, you go, go ahead. You go, you go ahead. Okay. <laughs> you you go. Okay. I'll say it real quick, and then I'll turn it over. I think you were hitting on something there, Keith, and I am going to tie this in and blame it or thank MTV because they didn't have many videos back when MTV first started. So you would get a lot of the same songs and the same videos. And this video on there, mm-hmm. this song only hit the 60s popularity on the charts. But I think it was played a little bit on the early MTV, which is why it was a little more prevalent. Mm-hmm. But also to bring that together is I think that MTV just didn't have enough music. So they would be willing to mishmash a rock song with a yeah. hair song, with an 80s straight up song, with something illogical. And you're like, this all makes sense. So some, so in some weird way, our brains were jumbled by MTV to allow for an opening of different styles yes. just to say, hey, I'm going to listen to whatever I can that I like. Mm-hmm. I, and I agree. I mean, and, and speaking to that, like there would be a lot of music that I wouldn't have listened to because of the music that was played in our house. I mean, my dad was a, you know, rock and roll guy. You know, it was Black Sabbath. It was Kiss. It was, you know, uh, fog had it was st- I mean it was those bands so when you start getting like I remember the day my dad looked at me and said men without hat safety dance is one of the best songs I've ever heard and I looked at him and was like what in the hell are you talking about that song is weird as shit no he, he's not wrong no uh, and and again I was like but c- listen hearing it come from my dad and Mel knows my dad I'm like oh, yeah I'm like dad man we would just listen to slow ride by fog hat and you're like safe Dun, 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 dun. You know? <laughs> but he loved that song and it, i don't think without that mashup from no. like mtv things like yeah. that would have never crossed over to us yeah your dad would have exactly. stayed in his lane man there was no way <laughs> i could hear oh, you as dad. far as the safety dance goes i love the safety dance 
but I could do without the intro. The S S S. Oh yeah. F E E E E T T T T Y Y Y Y safety dance. It's it's so good and terrible. I love it. We're gonna have to release the video, Keith. Gotta release that. That's going down, dude. Yeah. No, I I when you had a different song and I enjoyed that. But I'm like, this song to, to listen to at work is is perfect because yeah. it's it's got a good nostalgic feel. Like yeah. you said, you're familiar with it. Whether you're familiar with it or not, you're you're yeah. familiar with it. So it was it it's really a song you could put on a playlist that it comes on and you would just punch right through. No matter what you're it doing. It feels familiar whether you know the lyrics or not. The the vibe of it is familiar enough where you're not having to pay attention to the lyrics like you talked about earlier. So you just kind of just do your work, yeah. hang up. Yeah. But it does make you feel a little happy, though. Oh, I yeah. like the nostalgic feel of it. Yeah, and I think with all these songs, save uh, No One Knows Possibly, which has kind of that breakdown in the middle that's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's a different and it kind of leads you. But you're familiar with it. When you're familiar with it, you can kind of do the air drums and things. Mm-hmm. You, can t- you can take a second out of your work to grind through it because you know it's coming back in. But everything else we've mentioned here, doesn't really have a lot of time changes, nope. a lot of Mm-mm. complication to it. Uh, I think one of your songs, I think it was Key's song, I think had a decent little baseline work in somewhere. Mm-hmm. I can't recall. But generally speaking, it was pretty straightforward. You're not confusing yourself. It's just get the work done, get the work done. Yep. And I think no one knows is more because we're all familiar with mm-hmm. it. We yes. know exactly how it is. No, I agree. So I think it's got to be at least one of those two. You got to have some elements, and, mm-hmm. and I think that all these songs hit on that. Agree. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there he goes, ladies and gentlemen. That are that that are our songs to oh, grind babe. out to. You need to this get a grammar check. <laughs> That's that COVID talking again. <laughs> <laughs> Silly ass. No, seriously, guys and girls, we 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 also want to say as we're getting out of this show that we really appreciate those who've listened to the show, gave us some comments and feedback on the Instagram. If you haven't checked that out, that is music for the messes straight up. Go over, check us out, comment, leave us what you think is your favorite song to grind out to work. Yeah. We love hearing new songs. Everybody's given, yeah. we've had several suggestions. I go and listen to them and give back feedback as well. So yeah. we appreciate everybody who's reached out and shared something with us. Yeah. Yeah, and if you don't want to leave us something on the Instagrams because you're too embarrassed about what you're grinding out work to, like I probably <laughs> should be, uh, send us a private email. Mm-hmm. You know, send it to send it to Mel's the gender bender at musicforthemesses.com. <laughs> yes. We'll get that, I promise. Mel's one step away from being homeless. <laughs> at at musicforthemesses.com. There you go. <laughs> There's your trailer over there. Learning cottages. At <laughs> <laughs> That's just what they call it to you. As soon as you leave the room, she's like, we got that bitch thrown in a trailer. Exactly Exactly right. And I'm pissed when I have to go in the building when the kids come back. I'm like, damn, I got to go in the building. I've gotten so used to my lifestyle in here that, you know, I'm moving on up. And I'm like, fuck that place. Yeah, you're like the Unabomber. He goes into town. He's like, God, I got to leave this bomb on this porch. Fuck this. I want to go back to my shed. God damn it. That is me. It's true. <laughs> I hope I have a job on Monday. <laughs> Her name's not Mel. Her name is Tori. Yes. So Tori, Keith, and I, I think are going to wrap up this episode. And I don't teach Spanish. I teach Latin. <laughs> <laughs> she, she teaches Latin in a Spanish community. Yes, that's it. Mm-hmm. She's teaching Latin to all Spanish-speaking yes. children. <laughs> 
So, so with all that said, I will go ahead and wrap us up if we're ready to go. I think we are. Uh, this is Keith. This is Tori. And this is Mike. This is Music <laughs> for the Messes. And we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>